0: Sometimes you feel like a nut. Mm-mm. Sometimes you don't. don't.
1: Free advertising. Welcome to the Dipshit Files number thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. Scriptkeeper. And I'm Mrs. Scriptkeeper. And today's show is called "We Used to Be Cryptids." Yeah. Okay. Because apparently, to so some other creature, we were the weird panda bear, Bigfoot, fucking.
0: No. no, no, no. You missed the entire point of the title. Damn it! You'll figure it out. Ah shit! <laughs> Let's
1: open up our 39th ninth Dipshit File. Wife, what Mm -hmm. the fuck are we doing today? I have no idea what's going on.
0: Well, this is uh, it started off one thing when I started writing and it morphed into something else.
1: Okay, that's Um, normally how the dipshit files
0: I know it's it's kind of funny, but what we're doing is I'm just going to kind of go over uh cryptozoology, just a very, very brief overview. Okay, um, and then I'm going to talk about uh, a few uh, species that were cryptids at one time
1: that no longer that are, are
0: no longer cryptids i'm
1: fascinated by that i yeah. can't wait to hear about it
0: uh and a little bit of history there and then we're going to cover some um, animals that could potentially be real the basically the the top of the uh, list of cryptids that could actually be real okay animals well, we've already and talked not about cryptids.
1: one we've talked about how we think the sasquatch is 100 real and probably lives potentially Hillier, Spokane.
0: Yeah, right here. And in r- and I'm looking right at him.
1: Shoot. <laughs> all right. Well, it's the Zach Squash. Leave me alone. <laughs> Zach Squash just wants to be left alone. <laughs> he really does. Exactly. That's all Zach That's Squash why wants.
0: Nobody ever sees him.
1: Zach Squatch is just trying to like isolate himself <laughs> out from <laughs> the human population. <laughs> Is scared. Zach Squash scared. Uh, Zach Squatch sad. <laughs> Zach Squatch wants a pet cat. Zach Squatch going too far about talking to a person. Squatch sounds like Steve. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> All right, will you teach us things now? Yes, I will. All right.
2: What the fuck is a cryptozoologist? <laughs>
0: Cryptozoology is the study of unknown animals, also known as cryptids. Things like unicorns, werewolves, and Bigfoot. Mm. Cryptozoology is generally dismissed in most scientific circles, although the search for cryptids can turn up some interesting stuff that we didn't know before. For example, a film crew that was investigating the Yeti in 2013 found some bone and fur samples that they had analyzed by a geneticist to see if maybe it came from a Yeti, Mm. and it did not come from a Yeti. It yeti, It was actually from the Himalayan black bear, but... When they did some mitochondrial DNA testing on the samples...
1: It was a bear.
0: They actually found out some stuff about the black bear population
1: in that area that they didn't know before. These bears could do science. They're science bears.
0: They were able to figure out that 650,000 years ago, a single population of
1: bears... Ruled the Earth.
0: ...were split in two by a glacier that formed in that
1: area due to Spider-Man.
0: And those two different groups became different subspecies. Mm, After a while, one became the Himalayan black bear and one became the Tibetan brown bear. So thanks to a guy who was researching Bigfoot... We now have some more information about bears in a certain population.
1: Conversely though, a lot of cryptozoologists are credulous type.
0: I think most people are interested in cryptids because of the whole unknown monster-like animal thing. Mm-hmm. Like some sort of
1: primal fear. Dude, what was that? I don't know, probably a Sasquatch. What?
2: Guys, Dude, it was just Uncle
1: Bob. It's easy to mistake an Uncle Bob for a Sasquatch. Why'd
2: you go straight to Sasquatch?
1: Because of a deep-seated primal fear. Weird. But also the smell. Uncle Bob smells. That's true.
0: It's fascinating when you think you, think you know something and then, you, when you really look into it, you're like, "What the fuck? It has ears.
1: Hmm. Who knew? All ears, your face." <laughs> yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> I mean, obviously, in the caveman days, there were literal monsters that could kill you, right? If you weren't looking in the right direction. Well,
1: there still are, but we just don't go. Far. Well, yeah, the cities, you know.
0: Some of us don't. Some of us like to be out in the wilderness.
1: Well, like Jeff from Just a Ride. I mean, he goes and hangs out with bears and like twiddles their balls to see what they'll do. Oh, look, the bear doesn't like its balls stiddled. What do you know? But
0: even up to like 200 years ago or so, the nighttime was creepy and scary as hell.
1: Hmm?
0: Before we had electricity and light bulbs, you basically couldn't do much of anything in the night. Especially if there wasn't a full moon
2: or it, ample whale oil lamp. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: it was just literally completely dark out there And there could be anything
2: in those woods. Oh, fuck dude. What was that? Oh, it's probably just a wind, bro Yeah, but what if it was one of those murder cats it just sounds like the wind to me, dude Yeah, but murder cats sound like the wind when they stalk up on you and then murder you dude relax well, What I'm concerned about is that if we relax We won't get our genes into the future because a murder cat will come and kill us because you thought it was the fucking wind. Oh, fuck fine, dude. I'll get up and I'll go look <sighs> okay. Well, what? What is it? Well, good news is you were right. See? We gotta be diligent. Right. Bad news is... Oh, fuck. We're about to be attacked by a murder cat. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So it's really no surprise that our stories and our fables are littered with dragons and unicorns and elves and stories spread widely about the Sasquatch and lake monsters and the Kraken.
1: Imagine if we had no stories with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was all just straight up like, no, there was just a tree. It's fucking boring. The end. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So these creatures are usually
0: misidentified in some way, but... And this happens more often than you think sometimes they turn out to be real Mm. as we will learn in just a bit so there's plenty of potential for some of these cryptids out there to actually be out there somewhere and today we're gonna discuss uh, five of the most likely ones that I could
2: find cool is it possible that some cryptids are real
0: the orang pendek what yeah. So the orang pendek is a human-like primate that's thought to be found in Sumatra. Orang pendek in the Indonesian language stands for short person. Okay. And it's thought to be around two and a half to five feet tall.
1: Oh, these were the hobbits that they were, they were talking yeah. about. Hobbits. Yeah. So
0: it's covered in golden brown or gray hair, and it walks upright on two legs, just like a person. Mm. Here's the wildest thing about the orang pendek. They have magic
1: rings. They, they love magic rings.
0: <laughs> Apparently, it has a very human-like face.
3: Fuck.
0: Now, there's a possibility that this is simply an orangutan, but most orangutans use their arms when they walk. Additionally, none of them have been spotted in this particular national park where the Orang Pendek is thought to be.
1: These guys were found, the bones that she's talking about were found next to a wizard's bones. (laughs) And so everybody's thinking. Would you stop? Sorry.
0: (laughs) However, very recently, a new orangutan species was discovered on Sumatra. It's called the Tapanuli Mm -hmm. and it was discovered near Lake Toba. So it's not impossible to think that there's another, even rarer species of orangutan out there that walks upright, looks a little bit like
1: us. Hmm. It's possible. I keep looking at my Uncle Bob going, that's probably a different I mean, creature. I mean,
0: two and a half to five feet tall, Right. walks upright, covered in fur, like little mini Sasquatches, Right. but a human-like face. Now, I've seen Fuck. some renditions, like artist renditions, and you know that it's quite possible hmm. i think it's interesting it's super interesting yeah so the next one is the nunda nunda a giant cat the size of a donkey what? is rumored to be found in tanzania in east africa whoa right the first recorded donkey cat <laughs>
3: Fuck yeah.
2: (laughs) Wait, we're going to catch a what? It's called a donkey cat. Because it's a donkey-sized cat? That sounds dangerous as fuck. I think so, but we use a laser pointer and it follows it right into a cage. Whoa, nice.
0: The first recorded mention of it was from the Swahili song in the year 1150. So it goes way back. Wow. The Nunda is thought to have massive claws and would stalk people in the middle of the night and eat them.
1: Well, this big kitty, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's been described by witnesses as having brindled, kind of brindled fur, and having claws on their paws the size of a lion's. And allegedly, it never roars, but... It purrs.
1: Oh, remember, imagine those uh, the big beans on that kitty. giant oh, kitty beans! Giant it, it kitty beans. You Could you
0: imagine them. a cat the size of a donkey? What it sounds like when it purrs?
1: Oh man cute oh that'd be rad <laughs> imagine the size of that kitty butthole waking you up oh in the my gosh wow right on your face wow whoa yikes nice. all right
0: it was it was blamed for several attacks on the people in the 1920s because some of the bodies were found with gray hair clutched in their
1: hands plus they had like the look of donkey cat terror <laughs> in their face when they were dead. it
0: was thought that they had tried to fight this thing off and they think that the gray hair had come from the nunda Hmm. Now, there's also a possibility that it's just a hybrid offspring or a subspecies of tigers or leopards or something like that. However, some cryptozoologists think they might be Aliens. just a nor- an abnormal version of an African golden cat called the prophylus errata. Okay. Potentially.
3: Okay. Maybe. All right.
0: Okay, so the next one is the Dobhar shoe. Donkey
2: cat. <laughs> Sorry,
1: it's just a fun th- idea.
0: The Dobhar shoe. Okay. Okay. So otters are super fucking cute animals. Amen. They really I are. I mean, have you seen the otters that they sleep in the water? I've heard of them. Oh, yeah. They lay on their back and they, they hold. Do the
1: little otter things? They,
0: they hold hands while they sleep. Oh, fuck yeah, I've seen have seen that. you seen that? Oh, yeah. They hold hands so they don't tip over.
1: Aw. It's super, super little cute. Little otter boats.
0: Anywho, cross an otter with a large hellhound and you get Ireland's Dobar shoe. Oh, yeah also known as the Irish crocodile okay this creature is reportedly seven feet long and it can travel over land and in water mm-hmm. and it's bloodthirsty
1: oh so there's no escape really
0: like like none
1: how does it do with trees? Can you climb uh, a tree I, to get away from the I fucking found,
0: thing? I found nothing about trees.
2: All right, fair
1: enough. Do you want to stay and see the Dober Zoo? Oh, honey, we're going to see the Dober Zoo. Uh, What's that?
2: Oh, the Dober is like an otter. Did he say an otter? Oh, my God, otters are so cute. I fucking love otters. It's like an otter, but it's huge. Oh, a giant otter? Oh, wow. Its teeth are giants. Giant giant teeth. Okay, that's less otter
1: like. It's a crocodile of Ireland. Wow, this sounds kind of dangerous. Should right. we just be standing no, I'm here? I'm kind of scared. The Dober Zoo will kill us all. Just. And I apologize profusely to our Irish listeners.
0: So, and also like otters, they hunt in pairs. Mm. <laughs> Sightings of this creature go back to 1684, and they're often found in lakes around Ireland, especially Sraheen's Lock in the province of Connacht. If you're interested in seeing one of these creatures, Not you can really. just go on down to the Cornwall Cemetery in Drummond's. Mm. There, carved on the gravestone of Grace Connolly, is a picture of the Dobar Shoe that reportedly killed her in 1722. Mm. The Dobar Shoe is one of the many water cryptids, which isn't really surprising, considering that even to this day, we've only explored like 10% of the ocean.
1: Yeah, we don't know shit about it.
0: And there's something about underwater world. You know, it's it's an environment that we can't live in. Uh, You can only see so far down.
1: Kevin Costner lives down there.
0: So it's not surprising that there's a lot of legendary cryptids that come from there. Hmm. So I remember when I was diving, uh, gosh, it was... 92, 91, 92, 93, somewhere in there. I learned how to uh, scuba dive off the coast of California. Hmm. And I remember uh, going down, I think the deepest dive that I went on was like uh, 90, 80, no, it was 89 feet Hmm. below the surface. And it was fascinating because... I've always seen, growing up in California, I always saw the coast from the top. Right. You know, the beach and the waves and...
1: Where humans are supposed
0: to be. (laughs) So when I started diving, I started... You mean
1: LARPing as a fish.
0: (laughs) When I started diving, I experienced the ocean in a completely different way than I ever had before.
1: Because you're a um, fish larper.
0: Right. Well, yeah. I, I disc fish larper. I discovered that I was part of the food chain and I felt that. And it was so humbling to be down there. However, there's also a creep factor to it. I can see how there would be a creep factor. I didn't find it creepy at all ever. The only thing that I did find intimidating was this a little bit of fear that enters the back of your head. You're 80 feet down, and you know how far you are. When you look up, you can see how
1: deep you are. And if anything
0: goes wrong with your equipment,
1: like a shark comes and wants to make you poop,
0: I never never considered the shark thing.
1: That's definitely an equipment malfunction. I think.
0: So I did have a seal. I got buzzed. I uh, I got buzzed through the lower intestine of a shark. Sorry, (laughs) I got buzzed by a harbor seal. You know that was a very interesting little thing. They're very curious. They're like dogs. They're awesome. That's but anyways,
1: little puppers. I
0: digress. Sorry, I kind of went on a tangent. But I can see why um, the ocean would hold such
1: mystery. Well, you're because fl- it's like you're flying, right?
0: Y- yeah, kind of. Uh, very similar to flying. Yes, but
2: slow flying.
0: It's um, it's 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 just a mirrored world down there. Mm. You have trees. That's your kelp. Right. You have mountains, you have mountain ranges. It's just that
1: drop off to the ocean.
0: Yeah. And I, that's scary. yeah. So there's, you've got birds, which are fish and you've got, uh, animal land dwelling animals, which are, you know, the crabs and, and that sort of thing. So it's really interesting. It's, we, it's just a reflection of the upper world where we have no place there
1: and the most important
0: thing. We really is, we we don't. You never see a human
1: flying through the air. I was just going to say the interesting <clears throat> thing about the ocean to me is that Kevin Costner is also in the ocean <laughs> oh, God. as well as on land because of the gills, which is fucking cool. And you know that's why he's so successful. It's really just a gene lottery, but those gills. Uh, so Sorry.
0: Anyways, so we're we're always finding new species in deep unexplored waters Mm -hmm. and some of them the whole kevin
1: costner family line (laughs) is now its own
0: some of them used to be used to be cryptids as we will soon learn about Type okay so uh, away from the water away from fucking kevin costner (laughs) we're moving on to the we're moving on to the chupacabra
1: chupacabra oh shit
0: the chupacabra is easily the most recognizable cryptid in this group okay it was first reported in Puerto Rico in 1995. Although there were stories of some weird creature killing livestock in the Southwest U.S. It's all only, the way back to the 1970s.
1: Okay, well, that's really it's only yeah. 1970s is when they first started hearing about the creature. I could
0: I did some research and I didn't dig super super deep on this because I want to do a topic yeah. on it. But that's as far.
1: I couldn't find anything. It'd be more fun if it was like carved into some ancient, you know ruins or something, right. it's like chupacabra is real. It's like, fuck <laughs> God, they were talking about it seven, 800 years ago.
0: So the chupacabra in its extreme is described as a reptilian creature with greenish, grayish skin and giant spikes that stick out of its back. Tight. It's thought to be three or four feet tall, um, hops around like a kangaroo and kills animals with exsanguination, which is the draining
2: of its blood. And it's an exsanguination murder <laughs> Perfect.
0: However, according to some people, Vampire it's root. really more like a hairless dog. Okay. In fact, one theory is that it's literally just a coyote with mange. Okay.
3: I've
0: studies, heard that. yeah, studies have shown that coyotes that are suffering from mange often just hunt the easy prey, like livestock, hence the name chupacabra, which means goat sucker. And as for why it was originally described as being kind of reptilian, well, there's a theory about that, too. There's actually a theory that this appearance was simply because the movie Species came out in 1995 in Puerto Rico. And that's just kind of got everyone's got into their subconscious.
1: That scene where they show uh, when it comes to the Earth. Mm -hmm. okay. Well,
0: this is at least according to National Geographic. This is what they that's their theory.
1: All right. Somebody taking the movie Species very serious. I like that. That's <laughs> important. And that's probably good science right there.
0: So lastly, our last uh, potential real cryptid. Um, these Now, remember, these are the animals that have a potential for being real. Right. So the okay. last one.
1: So Monique, obviously a wackadoodle. <laughs>
0: these, these ones have the most potential. All right. Okay. So I got a question for you.
1: I okay, got an answer, maybe.
0: Um, how much research have you done in the past on cryptids?
1: Uh, uh f- Quite a bit actually mm-hmm. When I did my radio show I looked into a few different cryptids mm-hmm. And then with Dan And Time Suck I know I looked into a few mm-hmm. I-, I can't remember which ones off the, off the top of my head I know I looked into the Appalachian cryptids And we looked mm-hmm. into some A whole bunch of stuff
3: Okay
0: Actually well, I know that you're the one that intri- introduced me to the chupacabra. Right. I remember thinking that was really funny and I thought it was a joke, but it wasn't. It was an actual thing that people... Oh, yeah. the yeah.
1: chupacabras are right? the taking chup- down airplanes <laughs> and shit.
0: So, I mean, it's it's remained a kind of a joke in our family.
1: Right. Because, um, Most things are.
0: You know, when we have a... Uh, Drocknol, I think, was called chupacabra <laughs> at one point. <laughs> <laughs> But I was curious. I believe so, is have you ever
1: officially.
0: heard of the Ocarinis?
1: I haven't. No, not like okay. no.
0: Doesn't sound familiar.
1: Maybe like when we. What continent is it on? Is it it's, in North America or South America? Uh, South America. Okay.
0: Yeah. So this is kind of interesting. So because we're finally getting to a cryptid that we can kind of identify with, because
1: it's kind of per- person-like. It's fucking human. Oh, where are the, we are at? Right. Okay.
0: So the Aquarines are said to be an indigenous people located in the Amazon rainforest. Oh. So what sets these people apart from other indigenous people in that area is that they are apparently very European looking, what? like pale skin, blonde hair, that kind of thing. Huh. They're first reported in the 16th century by Spanish missionaries. But these were also thought to be the inspiration for Percy Fawcett to go uh, look for the lost city of Z. A bit more, like some
1: Tarzan shit, too.
0: Right. So a bit more recently, they were spotted in 1924 by surgeon and explorer Alexander Hamilton Rice. In a New York Times article in 1925, he describes them as, quote, a tribe of white Indians at the headwaters of the perimeter who spoke a language entirely their own and ate cocaine and a relish as a relish for their diet of wild plantains, end quote.
2: Hey, I'm Danny McDipshit with Scatcast. We've got an exclusive interview with this isolated tribe in the Amazon. As you can see, this guy's a cracker. Yeah, hello. Wait, you speak English? Yeah, we're actually time travelers. Excuse me? We're basically a band of MIT super nerds from the future. What are you doing out here? Oh, the future's bad, Jack. People do not use the internet responsibly. Uh (laughs) So
0: South America is home to many uncontacted tribes, but the Ocarinis are thought to be Possibly from the Ache, uh from Paraguay. So early descriptions of the Ashe talked about their white skin, their pale eyes, their blonde beards. You know, so maybe it's them
1: or some Viking shit. Vikings were pretty crafty. <laughs> you never know. And I think they found a Roman boat like off the coast of South America somewhere. They're finding so with it's like what the fuck
0: with a weird. Uh, You know ocean levels And the weird weathers And and weather patterns And all of the earth changes That we're experiencing right now They're finding all kinds of weird cool shit
1: It's weird because we always think of Oceans like barriers between people Mm Mm-hmm uh, and obviously we can ship things Across the oceans mm-hmm. They're more like highways And there had to be some people Throughout right. history That were like Fuck it, let's try mm-hmm. And then they're like Fuck, we got good at this you know? yep. And so that's why You find Egyptian and Roman boats Off the coast of places That right. shouldn't have them. I, I don't know I
0: find it fascinating and
1: Chinese boats too It's like Fucking it, hey man We were all over the place Everybody's yeah. been everywhere Right There's some key details We're missing in that Forgotten history of so. ourselves. Well
0: the irregularity Of cryptid sightings Kind of raises the question What is a minimum population That must be present in order for a species to be viable. Hmm. So this is a tricky question to answer because it depends a lot of uh, it depends on a lot of scientific variables about the environment and the life history of that species.
1: Are we humans viable yet? <clears throat> eight, so eight billion of us? It's kind of hard. Is that, a, is that the low mark? Sorry.
0: It's kind of hard to evaluate the life species of an animal when it hasn't even been discovered yet. That makes sense. There are computer simulations that can help sort of determine what a minimum viable population of a species might be, and researchers use it to look at the natural history of the species, the reproductive behavior, and movements of individuals amongst the population. But once again, you kind of have to have access to a species in order to really understand it in that way. One quick assessment is what they call the 5500 rule. And what it basically means, because I had never heard about this. So what it means is you need about 50 members of a species for short-term survival Mm -hmm. and 500 of a species for long-term survival Hmm. that can survive, you know, viral outbreaks, catastrophes, stuff like that. So if you apply this rule to say, like, uh, the Loch Ness Monster. Right. That fucked. would mean... Nessie's you, fucked. You need about 50 of those in that giant... It's a giant lake, but you need 50 of them, which is kind of hard to imagine there yeah. being 50 in that one lake yeah. and only getting just rare sightings of it And sure. Well, not to mention never finding any remains or anything like that. So... Eh. And this is one of the reasons that most experts will rule out the possibility of there actually being a Loch Ness Monster.
1: Or a lot of the things, yeah. Right. Sasquatch, too, maybe.
0: But even this rule isn't (gasps) foolproof. There are species that have dropped below that number and still survive, Mm. like the cheetah and the European bison. So who knows, you know? But you can also apply that rule to the Sasquatch and ask is there enough untamed forest uh, out there in the Pacific Northwest that a population of 50 to 500? of these humanoid creatures could live without being spotted. Easy peasy. Right. So the subject of Sasquatch, truly fascinating to me, and as you and our listeners already know... We're wack-a-doodle ...from the fucking Sasquatch episode. But you know what?
1: Wack-a-doodle me. It's possible. It is possible.
0: Anywho's it. so, uh, so let's move on to cryptids <laughs> turned real.
1: Okay. These real fucking things used
2: to be cryptids, too. Yeah.
0: Alright, so these are some real species real species that we know about today, but they were actually considered once
1: uh to be cryptids. Is this like the panda bear?
0: Okay, yes, uh, I didn't put the panda in here, and it's not a bear, but yeah, I, I didn't put a I didn't
1: put a panda <laughs> <The> in <pandasupial>, here. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, help a guy out. A pandasupio. A pandasupio,
2: a panda call me
1: But that's, before you get into this, I always found it fascinating, mm-hmm. just like we talked about in the Bigfoot thing, mm-hmm. where it's like it took a long time decades yeah. and decades before, before they found one yeah after they had heard about it like oh, there's a black and white bear it's a vegetarian it just mm-hmm. sits around it's actually pretty nice
0: right and yeah. they're like yeah fucking crazy Eat shit stupid
1: <laughs> you, know, you can imagine his twitter feed so this is
0: gonna be kind of similar yeah, yeah. so um, but these are
1: actually these are even
0: these uh, are creatures that were once considered cri- uh, cryptids so the komodo dragon Until 1910, stories of a giant lizard on the island of Komodo in Indonesia were laughed at by any respectable scientists. However, when Lieutenant Sten Van Hensbroek caught Mm. and killed one, things were forever changed. Explorer W. Douglas Burden wasn't happy with just a dead specimen and decided to travel to the island to capture a live one. He then returned to New York City with a few dead specimens and not one, but two live Komodo dragons. Hmm. The dragons were put on display at the Bronx Zoo and inspired Marion C. Cooper to write the 1933 classic King Kong.
1: Well, thank you, not quite a dragon dragon. All right, so next is actually the platypus. fucking so if if you were <laughs> okay, listen here dude right. <laughs> it's got a duck bill it's got
2: like little beaver feet and tail it's got its little thing it does and it eggs lays and eggs it's
1: basically a breakfast animal
0: so if you weren't familiar with a platypus and looked at a picture of one it would be easy to believe it was a photoshop of a duck
1: it's otter okay to, it's and it's okay beaver all put together over at the, the breakfast animal <laughs> We've already been down this road with this joke, but the breakfast animal is... Well,
0: naturalists, scientists, and most Europeans in the 18th century just didn't believe such a creature could actually exist.
1: It's a living Denny's Grand Slam breakfast.
0: The second governor of New South Wales, Captain John Hunter, sent a pelt and sketch of a platypus to scientists of the European community in 1798 shortly after one was discovered.
1: they're like, what kind of taxidermity nightmare shit is this?
0: Zoologist, autonomist, ethologist, and physician, Robert Knox was convinced it was a hoax Mm -hmm. and that the pelt was actually made by an Asian taxidermist. Yeah,
1: just crazy shit. So
0: he even convinced botanist and zoologist George Shaw, who at the time believed the platypus could be real, but he had his doubts. Right to take scissors to the pelt to find stitches yeah several years later after many expeditions the platypus was proven to be real fucking look at this fucking thing it's got eggs and milk and you can turn it into bacon it's delicious okay so next is the okapi also known as the forest giraffe The okapi is a blend of a zebra, a donkey, a deer, and an antelope. Sounds like something out of Avatar. Yeah. right. Yet, it's the closest genetic link. Its closest genetic link is giraffes. So, Europeans in the 18th and 19th centuries called this animal the African unicorn. Oh. Uh, Yeah. Quote. Of course, Africans knew the okapi existed since these animals inhabited the Ituri forest in Central Africa. Okay, Because okapi okapis are rarely seen and are extremely hard to find they were classified as a cryptid for many many years Hmm. in 1901 sir henry johnson found an okapi skeleton and skin and sent it to the british museum where it was classified as a brand new species
1: huh and now you can get it made into bangers and mash
0: (laughs) so next the gorilla What? Yeah. I mean, you didn't expect to see gorillas on this list. I did
1: not. Right. Humans had already, they've always dealt with gorillas is what I think.
0: So in fact, most European explorers thought that gorillas were monster-like. The first attributed sighting of a gorilla by a non-African was made in the 5th century BC by Greek explorer Hanno.
1: And he shot himself Right
0: Most scientists today Believe Hanno Was describing Either chimpanzees Or baboons From his account he However not His interpreters Called the creature That he saw Gorilla Oh
1: Gorilla huh? but, sorry. <laughs> I don't know Why that's like.
0: So another explorer Andrew Battelle Recounted seeing Human-like monsters Yeah Visit his campfire Every morning After he left For the
1: day They were just Trying to communicate Amy Good gorilla <laughs> good movie, Of
0: course He had to mention They did didn't know how to put more wood on the fire to keep it going. No. Yet gorillas remained cryptids until 1847. Damn. When Thomas Savage found gorilla bones in Liberia.
1: I don't why I do not know why but that kind of changes the world for me.
0: He alongside Harvard autonomous Jeffries Wyman wrote a formal description of the new species calling it gorilla gorilla. Okay. A decade later, anthropologist Paul Du Caillou, I don't know how to pronounce his name, right. but he hunted live gorillas in order to obtain specimens to be analyzed.
1: And he was beaten to death by
0: gorillas. <laughs> they ripped his arms yeah. off and ripped him and killed him with his own arms. <laughs> yes. One gorilla species, the mountain gorilla, stayed encrypted until 1902 when Dude. German captain Robert von Bering first identified one.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Fuck. So gorillas. That's. All right. Next.
1: That's surprising. All right, next.
0: The giant squid.
1: All right. I knew this one was coming.
0: So many people still consider the giant squid to be a cryptid. How dare you? Similar to most cryptids, which tend to live in habitats that are difficult for humans to find, the giant squid live in the deep, deep ocean.
1: So I think the cryptid one would be the one that could take that's like the size of a ship, right? Yeah, but well, they the f- are pretty big.
0: Well, the, you know, they were saying these crazy things because that's they looked Captain Nemo. fucking huge, right? So the first images of a giant squid were taken in 2004 by researchers in Japan, and in 2006, scientists from Japan's National Science Museum caught a live 24-foot female giant squid. She it. Every few months, there's another news report of a giant, uh, dead squid washing ashore.
1: That size, it could take down a dinghy. Well, it's not y- yeah. taking down the Nautilus. Well, huh?
0: even no. though some people consider the giant squid to be a hoax, the scientific evidence says otherwise. Right?
1: Yeah, they're big ass. The ocean's huge, and it you know breeds big things.
0: <laughs> All right, the Bondage Zoo. That's Bi- an bon- That's another one. Okay, that sounds next kind of one sexy. The Bondageezoo is one of the ancestral spirits of the Moni people of western Papua New Guinea. Okay. Its ties to western Papua New Guinea mythology made the Bondage a uh, cryptid for decades. Right. It wasn't until the 1980s that a man named Tim Flannery, uh, he was he was an Australian scientist, he took the first
1: Flannery's are.
0: He took the first picture of the Bondageezoo. Mr. Flannery identified the animal as a tree-dwelling marsupial that looked like a tiny man.
1: Yep. Wait, um, that's how we think Wes Flannery's. were like, that looks like a little man.
0: It, it has black and white fur and even walks around on two legs. Unfortunately, the bondage zoo is on the, year, uh, the endangered species list. So these are actually super cute little things. They kind of resemble a koala. Kind of. Their faces do, but they're longer. Anyways, I got they two are, questions They're super quick. cute. What's up? Uh, I do don't know what size their weens are. <laughs> okay. I know that's one of them.
1: I had three questions now. <laughs> uh, do they taste good? I don't know. And can you extract oil from them?
0: Uh, that means they're going to die. Okay, yeah.
1: If they don't, either of those things are I know, nose, they're dead. I know how that works. If you could extract oil from their sad. little body, just squeeze the little oil out of their little, what are they called? Kamamba boos? I don't... <laughs> Get that oil so that we can save How do you spell that? K- they're they're
0: camembaboo's. Camembaboo. Camembaboo. <laughs> squirt, squirt, squirt. squirt <laughs> All right. So next is the kangaroo. I know That's it's right. another. Oh God, you're <clears> right. Yep. So it's another one. Can you
1: imagine uh, them hearing that in Europe? Where they're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a deer. It. So it's yeah, a the, deer. It's with a, a boxing deer with a pocket. Uh, with a spit, pocket. And it's got a big long
2: tail. It could kill you. Yeah, exactly. They, like they, they
1: actually look like men. Yeah, they got pectoral muscles like fucking <laughs> crazy. The fuck <laughs> Fucking you ripped. Up. Crocky. That's why everybody's fucking, yeah, Crocky, <laughs> fuck this
0: goddamn
2: fucking men, kangaroos. They, they.
0: Well, it's hard to believe that kangaroos were once they were cryptids. The first description of a kangaroo was made by Amerigo Vespucci oh, in wow. 1499 when he was traveling along the southern coast of Australia. He described it as a monstrous beast with the head of a fox, yeah. the hands of a man, mm. the tail of a monkey, mm. and a bag that is used to carry its young. He wasn't
1: lying. Right. That's fucking right, right there.
0: So in 1629, Francisco Pelsert captured a kangaroo, but it died on his voyage. It wasn't until Sir Joseph Banks rediscovered the kangaroo on Captain Cook's voyage in 1770 hmm. that the kangaroo changed from an enjoyable myth
1: <laughs> right. to an
0: actual species.
1: And then for those of you that have seen Tank Girl, you know that they evolved to talk and that they can use I've never seen guns. that movie. That's an interesting comic book and then they turned it into a movie. Oh wow. And Ice Tea is a Oh, I know it was, it was a movie, a but kangaroo. I know... I Ice-T know was a kangaroo? He got paid a million bucks to be a kangaroo. He's he fucking, wore
0: a kangaroo.
1: Oh, yeah. The, oh It what? must have been hell getting in that he, fucking makeup No, every
0: day. are you kidding me? It's uh, You're pulling my leg.
1: Not mil- uh, would you wear a kangaroo outfit for a million bucks for a few months? Fuck you. I, I know you would. Why if would... If you would turn it down, we'd, we'd have would Okay, so we'd have
0: why is there a kangaroo in a movie
1: called Tank Girl? Oh, it's about a future dystopian... I guess
0: and he was a kangaroo
1: mutated in australia i mean that's your future guys if our australian listeners it's like stop having sex with kangaroos okay, that's, that's fucking weird i know or actually maybe don't let this kangaroos come into okay, town i heard
0: about the movie but i know nothing about it i thought it was a military movie no. Because of the word tank. Yeah, See? He, See, that's me. Yeah, it's not that. All right. So <laughs> we just went through a few cryptids that have become official species. So right. the field of cryptozoology shows us that there's a lot of animals on our planet we don't understand. But just because we don't understand something doesn't mean it can't exist.
1: Right. Like like Kevin Costner's and Ice Teas.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're here. Right. Earth is a beautiful place. It's filled with all kinds of weird, creepy cryptids lurking where we'd least expect. There's still hope for cryptids like Bigfoot and the Jersey Devil and right. Chupacabra.
1: Yeah, and the Donkey Cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, meow.
0: And the Orang Pendek and, and others. Maybe one day they will have their existence proven too. Mm. They need to be They'd be real
1: boys. Can you imagine a donkey cat, though? Fuck.
0: I, I think that would be a cat the size of a donkey. I think that would be
1: bad for people. I think people. that would be so cute. Oh, it would be cute for a second until it's ripping your eyes out for fun.
0: Well, I had my... No, they're not all that. I worked with the big cats. Can you imagine
1: the size of that kitty butthole just in your face? They're, just, so, they're so... proud of their shit. They're so cool. Can you imagine I love the box? Them. The box it would take to get their shit sanded. Well, I don't know about the size of a
0: donkey. I've only been around the big cats, the lions and the tigers. I
1: guess they're close, huh? Kind of. They got big kitty buttholes, don't they?
0: Yeah.
1: Fuck. They're just and they want they they want your to, you to see their butthole. Don't they, they are
0: so fucking cute. They're just like house cats. They're just giant
1: versions of of your kitty. So if they did what our house cat did. It would crush us every morning. Yeah. It would crush our chest. Yep. Trying to show us its butthole. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to get some little treats. For trying
0: itself. to, yeah. Patting you just to get your attention. The tap tap that she does. Uh, Except
1: you'd. you die.
0: You would. Yeah. You'd, bleed out. you'd, you'd bleed out. The claw punctures your jugular
1: and you'd die. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Well, so, right.
0: That was my, uh, little, uh,
1: meandering through
2: cryptids.
1: (laughs) Well, let's talk about what we learned on the other side of this musical number.
2: This apparently constitutes a musical number. All right, let's find out what the dipshits think about this dipshittery. All right.
1: (laughs) I learned it. You learned
0: it some things.
1: Yeah. That's fucking a gorilla, man. I know. Kangaroo. Kangaroo makes sense because Australia was kind of, for Europeans anyway, it was like, what's this place? For everyone, really. I
0: don't know. Some of these animals are super interesting. And I honestly think that a sasquatch would be more likely than a fucking platypus. I know.
1: It does sound it's like it's Honestly, a really big monkey or this this Frankenstein's yeah. monster of a creature it's that a they made. It's a
0: giant giant primate or this thing. Yeah. I just
1: and Th- I'm blown away
0: it- that the platypus is proven to be real but not the forest ape right you know I mean, you, the north american forest ape
1: that's why i think the simulation uh, that's why i think the world is a simulation it's like here's this normal stuff normal stuff normal stuff the breakfast world animal is a
0: vampire <laughs> mm, 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 mm.
1: but for for god to put a breakfast, the breakfast animal, animal. On, the, on the earth it makes it uh, it is kind of cute it makes it seem like this is all just a bunch of one zero one zero okay i got a question people fuck around i had a question just what makes around.
0: what makes it a breakfast animal besides the fact that it lays eggs
1: it lays eggs, but it also has milk. Jeez. So you got your milk and your eggs, and you could eat the fucker as bacon. I think I made that clear our oh, last episode Okay, we talked about this. So it's 100% <laughs> an egg McMuffin animal. Is uh, what it have is. you
0: ever eaten platypus?
1: No, but I can imagine it's delicious. You put really? some MSG on that shit, oh, or you can fat fry that You could shit. put
0: MSG on your socks, and you would enjoy eating them. Yeah.
1: By the way, Bodhi, thank you for the MSG, bro. <laughs> It's salt crack.
0: Yeah, we're, we're busting into the... Um, the rice game here oh yeah he got a rice cooker for christmas and he got a walk
1: i did so i'm trying to do it legit yeah and then we got msg and he watched a bunch of youtube videos i'm i'm well i'm going to ruin the shit out of rice for a little while but well
0: it's it's interesting i've always made rice the old-fashioned way you steam it in a pan yeah um cook in a pan but we now have a rice cooker
1: yes yeah which is where most of the people that like rice on the earth go so that they don't have to waste their damn time making rice i don't think
0: making rice is a waste of time it's a
1: goddamn waste of time when you got a little thing that can do it
0: definitely not
1: if you do it every day which is this guy right zack Squatch,
0: it takes 20 minutes to make rice
1: pretty much a vegetarian because he likes fried rice a lot but if you put a little meat in there Zack Squatch won't be made (laughs) he'll eat that too (laughs) But I eat that every day, so that's what's going to happen. Probably. Thank well, you, thank you, Santa. Yes,
0: Santa and Bodhi.
1: And Bodhi. Yeah, and Thank you for the MSG.
0: So we got some cool stuff well, coming heading our way. What did you, What did you want to say?
1: Well, I wanted to ask you a couple things about Let's the episode. Let's do all the things that, that you wanted to. Yeah, before we move away from the episode we just did, I thought maybe you and I could talk about the episode, like. But no, no <laughs> let's not. Then you're looking at me like, no, I don't think we should do that. I think we do that every show, but this one's weird now.
0: No, let's. let's we we make it weird. Let's chat about the episode. Well, I mean, you really did just talk your way through the whole episode. So I didn't, I did, couldn't oh, imagine that you'd have anything else that you'd want to say. Oh
2: my
1: god, did I? Did uh, wow?
3: <laughs> here,
1: here, I thought the premise of the show was be that obnoxious guy that uh, that interrupts his wife constantly <laughs> with comedic precision. Uh, but now I find you've that done very well. It's not loving and or. <laughs> people don't like it People want
0: who's people you,
1: you people. I don't see anyone else I don't know anybody I don't go outside I'm not social
0: we're not friendly
1: we're not friendly we don't do we things don't with people we don't
0: camp okay so let's talk about the episode
1: what did you leave out did you leave out any stuff like any animals I that?
0: left a lot of shit out
1: why did you leave them out?
0: Um, because it wasn't as readily, information wasn't as readily available.
1: Oh shit, you I'd didn't have, want to dig, did you? You were like, fuck it, that's well, a lot of work.
0: No, I, well, that's <laughs> why I said this, this thing morphed because it right. was so much information. Um, I, my brain was like,
1: ha, 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 yeah, what do I, off, I add, what do I add? This was going to be the Appalachian. Right. Vivids, right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, you know, am I? can I talk about another thing that I was going to talk about before you Yes. Uh, Verbally accosted me about I just thought I'd ask you, you know,
1: you worked real hard and then I thought I'd ask you about like how your work harding went. And now we can't know because you don't want to.
0: Well, no, I do. No, you don't. This started. We're not
1: going to come back to it.
0: This started off as an. Yes, we are. Oh, fucking A. It started off as the Appalachian. Okay. A mythos and folklore and,
1: and cryptids. Right. But you were like, that's too much shit. No,
0: it was so much. And I wanted to do it right. So then I started, when I was doing my research, I was stumbling across all of these cool things that each, actually almost like cities and stuff that they have. And Mm -hmm. I started doing this, I don't know, it was like episode 10 or something where we did uh, a Helltown. Yeah, that was one of
1: my favorite episodes we've ever done.
0: And then I think we did another one, too. But what I'm going to do now, starting in 2023, is every month or so, I think it's probably going to be like every fifth episode, mm-hmm. we're going to visit a state and discuss their uh, cryptids.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, their weird folklore and mythos.
1: There's one in each state, mm, there's more than one.
0: There is definitely there's plenty like 30 to in talk California, about. I know.
1: 20 in Texas. So
0: I'm really excited about that. For That's, some reason,
1: 85 in New Jersey. I don't know why. Oh,
0: there's a fuck ton
1: of I think it might be the, the chemical and nuclear waste it, it that's just be. chilling. It could be. Sorry, yeah. New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> it's just the way it is. You guys know. It's not it's nothing new to you, you know. But anyway, uh
0: Yeah, so that's that's So
1: state to state. So Scatcast once again will be the place for your geography. Dave and Angus, state <clears throat> oh, to state. You will yeah. learn stuff, dipshit files yeah, once we're a month just, or so.
0: We're learning the the stuff that isn't hasn't been proven to be fact yet though.
1: Right. We're gonna fuck yeah. around with the, the mythos. Yeah, it's the, gonna be fun. Yeah.
0: And it's gonna be more of the light hearted side of the dipshit files because we will be diving into true crime um, more and more and more and more yes Uh, I'm there's a lot of serial killers there's a lot of true crime out there Um, but there's I kind of want to cover things that maybe our listeners have not heard so I'm gonna be digging more into uh, some of the lesser known stories because they're fascinating and just as fucking creepy
1: well that's kind of one of the <coughs> reasons that we started doing mm-hmm. this show in the first place is like well we wanted to tackle for our dipshit meter we mm-hmm. wanted to tackle some of these better known names to give us like an idea of yes. like, who the most dangerous are right but you're you're a pretty big not a fan but you're you follow this stuff right uh, you understand it and you've got a great memory so you're like human oh.
0: human depravity
1: yeah, it's is, interesting. It's,
0: it's interesting to this me. This is
1: probably the same reason I find economics interesting. It's like human action. Why do humans do what we do? Right. And is there a, a, I'm a way comf- to stop them from doing
0: exactly? That? <laughs> well, I'm 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 fascinated by human depravity. Yeah. Why? What gets them there? And why do they continue? What makes them tick? So
1: I think we all are. I mm-hmm. mean, most of our stories have that's the bad guy in every story, right? Ish. You
0: know. Well, yeah. So there's going to be. I've got a lot of stuff on the docket uh, for the future that are, um, it's true crime, but it's stuff that you may not have heard.
1: I'm excited about that. And that
0: that you may not be familiar with. We're going to cover more um, uh, filicide. We're going to cover well the the family annihilators. We're going to cover, of course, some serial killers, but the serial killer uh, vein Mm-hmm. has basically been it's been tapped <laughs> by podcasters from all over
1: for, almost everything really has in some level but it's like <clears throat> there's this whole nother area right. where where it's fun to get into that you're right yes these stories that haven't been uncovered yet
0: right and yeah. i'm sure and they've hit the news and stuff that you can't have a, a a murder without it entering the news which is why i can research it and find it right but I want to be able to pull some of the most fascinating stories because I've come across some where I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? They did what? <laughs> no. So I want to share that with our listeners because it's like, what? The, that was fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And there's some really weird ones out there. Um, but they're not multiple. They're, they may not have killed in multiples, but they did weird shit.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, well, when I worked at Time Suck, there was a lot of, we would talk about topics all the time. mm mm-hmm. uh, not as much as I would have liked to, but Dan and I would talk about uh, what we wanted to do for the next month or so. Right. And I'd throw him all these ideas and he'd throw them at my way. And we'd do research kind of in real time mm-hmm. here and there. And we would come across some of these things where it's like, damn, I wish there was more on this.
0: Right. Well, yeah. and I'm going to tackle
1: that. That way, you know, if we do city to city or by state, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we can add just these stories. But yes. if there's not a ton to it, we can still mention it because it's like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, cause there were so many times where it's like, dude, we have to do a suck on this guy. And it's like, yeah, but there's, there's no book. Mm -hmm. There's no, I mean, Dan likes to do two and a half, three hour podcasts. So it's like, there's not enough information to do a a good suck. And he doesn't do anthology sucks where it's like three, four. He does sometimes, but not Mm -hmm. very often. So So we can do them here.
0: I'm going to be doing, uh, depending on how much information Mm -hmm. is available, I may do a few in an episode. Right. um, So you can kind of get that. And of course I will group them with similarities of some kind be it location um method uh, who knows but right. yeah so i'm excited about that that's going to be coming up for 2023 it's kind of a new spin on things
1: yeah well how do you feel about 2022 we're we're at the end i this is our 39th episode this of the is the files. last
0: dipshit files episode for this year
1: yeah i think? did you have fun this year doing I had the a dipshit fucking
0: files? blast
1: did you anticipate your life at any point previous that you'd be doing a podcast like this
0: never in a million years
1: did you ever think you'd work for a company with a kitty butthole for a logo never in a million years or or own a company with a (laughs) kitty butthole for a logo i should say (laughs) work for it
0: uh never never um but i have absolutely loved every moment
1: it's been a blast it has been this is the nicest group of people this audience this community that's grown i would say multiple communities because there's some online communities there's some people that are offline doing cool Mm -hmm. stuff uh just a big family really of people that like fucking stories and silly shit in their heads yeah but yep. uh
0: we've got some uh we've met some really uh amazing people yeah. through this process and you know what feels pretty good to me is that uh i may not be face to face with these individuals but i've kind i've kind of like found my tribe
1: i'm cheering for so many new Love, people that i've yeah. never you know it's like yeah. I know a lot of their names. Our show's just big enough to where, you know, we know a lot of names because they're active like mm-hmm. online or, or they contact us a lot. Right, right. I've never cheered for so many people in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and I ran a magazine where the whole point was to cheer for all the artists mm-hmm. in our town and stuff. It's just... There's way more people now to cheer for. And well,
0: I love it. Yeah, the emails they they update us on what's going on. Yeah, keep that. Um, up. See them on on Facebook and their posts, whatever it may be, um, in Discord, and being a part of uh, this community and uh, being watching their their rises, their their rises and their falls, mm-hmm. and seeing this community embrace each other. Yeah. And be just loving to each other has just, it's so heartwarming. It and shows, I love seeing it. It
1: shows you that the internet itself is not toxic. Exactly, It shows you that maybe some algorithms and maybe some yeah. kind of attitudes that are spawned yeah. from certain topics are, mm-hmm. are, are, the discord where you can find Chris, the discord dookie slayer. Mm-hmm. And of course, actually you can find the entire trusted tr- triad, everyone, and whole bunch yeah. of our friends exactly. in that world, the trusted council, uh, Discord is amazing. There's there's nary a bullshittery in there. I know. I would say the same for Facebook. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's bleed over from other groups and there's little dramas that happen and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but it's really, really not that way in the shitbox. It's It's not that way in the shitbox at all. It's the only place I go to on Facebook. I run through the other things like, ha, 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 okay, that's (laughs) the news, that's the news (laughs) that they want me to think that is true. Okay, now shitbox. Ah, funny meme.
0: Okay, so the challenge that I have with the shitbox, the worst possible thing as because I'm an admin for uh, the shitbox, right. is that some of the stuff people want to post is fucking hilarious, right? It's so funny,
1: but Zuckerberg's like, no, that's too funny.
0: Exactly,
1: that's non-sanctionable humor.
0: I can't, I can't approve it, right? You know, or I have to remove it because. Bots don't have a sense of humor. Right. And uh, evidently, there's a lot of people out there, humans that don't have a sense of humor. (laughs) Um, But because of that, I do have to uh, decline some stuff or I have to take it down. As as does, you know, the wizard,
1: the wizard too. As does every meme posting place that you can find on Facebook. But uh,
0: y'all should know that I get a good belly laugh before (laughs) I remove it because it's fucking hilarious.
1: Right. That's so NSA guys. You're NSA guys doing that, too. Yeah. It's Those like, of you that are getting flagged a lot and getting banned they're a They're giggling. Like,
0: they're like, hey, sorry, dude, but no. Nah. You're on three
1: government lists, <laughs> but you're a goddamn funny kid. Funny kid. Right. No. Well,
0: yeah. So, fun. I've been having a blast. I can't wait to see what the next year brings. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to 2023. Big time. Yeah.
1: It's going to be fun. We have uh, all sorts of new wrinkles on all the shows. I mean, doing mm-hmm. this kind of thing that we do here, it, it's every week yeah you know, it's for uh, for me it's five days a week right and that we're putting out content mm-hmm. and you know jokes and mm-hmm. ideas and stories and all that crazy shit mm-hmm. and you know got lots of new stuff yeah. i got to spend a lot of time in my off time over the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> uh thinking about new things you guys got to hear the lilac city nightmare band mm-hmm. yesterday's show uh we're gonna do some interview stuff this year yeah uh, just a ride's gonna do some fun stuff Dipshit Files. We're going to work on doing some bonus stuff for yep. patrons. Yep. Uh, all sorts of neat things. Yeah.
0: I'm really so, looking forward to it. I love the
1: evolution of but Podcasting is a lot of fun. Doing yeah. this kind of medium. Mm-hmm. There's so much you can do with it. Yeah. And doing a network. We have a few people we're talking about maybe bringing on mm-hmm. to do some other shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe not Zach shows. Maybe right. Maybe <laughs> Monique and Zach don't have any show. <laughs> we're not even part of it in some way. Right. Like there's a, a p- network.
0: There is a potential for that. Yeah, yes. but
1: You're working on a new mm-hmm. show. And so, you know, we're... Leaning into what we're doing for sure, you guys. Had, I, I said at the beginning of last year, we're leaning. Started, we're
0: leaning so hard at this point. I think we've just fallen onto our sides. Yeah, it's
1: it's like a we're fucking leaning. It's like sailing, <laughs> just like you gotta lean or you die. Yeah, on you know, the little dinghies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I remember when I first started this, I said I'll let the market forces tell me what's yeah. up. Yeah, and and after a year, we'd reassess this thing and be mm-hmm. like, all right, did you make a mistake or mm-hmm. did you I feel so? fortunate to do this, so I think that I'm gonna keep doing it.
0: January twenty eighth, I think, is the one year anniversary. Is it? I think it's January twenty seventh. We'll have to look
1: for this show.
0: For uh no for Scatcast.
1: Uh, that's probably right. That's right. But we're on week. This would be episode 53, 52 coming up this week and then 53 after. So 53 episodes would be a year amount of episodes. A year of episodes. But I think I dished out a few early ones just to kind of get old shit. Well, you
0: had made them. Right. And then you put them out. That's right. Um, yeah,
1: I have no idea what's going on. But
0: it's, uh, it was like the, the day of, or the day before our boy's birthday was the, was the launch. That's right. Yep.
1: That's right. So this is actually, I would have, this is an anniversary of me still working for Time Suck going, what should I do? Hmm, mm-hmm. What are we going to do here? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. now we're doing this. And to well, you actually were making these. That's what right. What you were doing. I was. You I was, were coming my home and little you little bit were of re- energy that I had left, I'm like, I'm going to squeeze out a gun yeah. Halifax. Yeah, you were and still making them. And it's weird listening to them now because after doing this show every single week, the show, I mean, you can just feel the flow mm-hmm. get better and like- mm-hmm. Sound effects are mixed better and shit, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh fuck! Yeah, I, you could tell that my energy was different we're coming home from a long yeah. Well, day. You
0: were, yeah, I mean, when it's hard to jump on and uh, be funny and be creative when you're
1: fucking tired, right? But now I get to do this every fucking day, yay! And, and I love it. And thank you to my bosses and Patreon. Yeah. Our bosses and Patreon. forward yeah. slash Scatcast. Uh, there are quite a few of you. If Amazing. I, if I tried to name you all, we would be here for another entire show episode. Okay, so
0: I challenge you. I'm throwing down the gloves. Okay. I challenge Uh, you to name all of them on Sunday.
1: Okay. I'm going to end up probably naming a lot of them on Thursday.
0: When we we record? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the Inside Shit. The, for the Inside Scoopers, I want to name them
1: all. Yep. This Well, this is our, our New Year's one, so we're yeah. looking back on the Inside Shit this week. Yes, and we, we skipped are, an right? Inside Shit last week for the first time this whole fucking year.
0: We actually... It was Christmas
1: fucking time. We, we just decided... It was
0: Christmas night when we would normally record, and we decided to spend time as a family and, and just the three of us. Yeah. yeah and yeah. be. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was wonderful. Without
1: microphones in our face mm-hmm. for the day. Yeah. Uh, just so you guys know, I mean, we're kind of going on a small tangent here, oh. but... Uh, Just so you guys know, like, there is no pre-recorded stuff. Oh, no. We don't have Mm -hmm. shit in the can. Mm -mm. Uh, I wish we could do that, but there's no fucking way.
0: I kind of like the timely, I like the nature of this because it feels, uh, it feels like they're with us, Yeah, you know? Shit happens and within 24 hours, they know about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's kind of, I, I, although having a few things in the can would be nice
1: just in case something goes sideways. Right. So we're not there's like, been Wee! So many, There's been so many times where so I'm like, God, oh, I wish I had 30 rolling, minutes
0: Rolling I at the, by from. the seat of our pants. But, yeah. you know.
1: I mean, even scripts ahead, we don't have, uh, we have a couple scripts thanks to Bodie that mm-hmm. are ahead, mm-hmm. you know, but that, in this kind of gig, it's like a, holy shit. Yeah. And it's kind of, um. Uh, I'm not comparing myself to this, but these are kind of like my heroes in some sense. I don't really have a lot of heroes, but, uh, the, the, the South Park,
0: my
2: <laughs> I always,
1: I was always impressed with, uh, not even, not really impressed. I guess I empathized with, you know, I was a kid that would do his homework, like big assignment, you know, the day before or the morning before just to see if I could do it mm-hmm. for some dumb reason. Uh, You're
0: still like that I
1: am Why Why do you do those things? That's my nature I don't have any fucking idea I know it's stupid But I (laughs) just do it But that's why the South Park guys They they put out a a behind the scenes thing And they're like We get this shit done in a week And Mm -hmm. we're we're, You know It comes out Wednesdays And we're on Tuesday morning We're like Or Tuesday night We're finishing shit And it's like Okay That's kind of how I would do my magazines And how I would do a lot of things You know Practicing things Mm -hmm. All that kind of crap and that's definitely how Scatcast is because there's no other way to do it. Like I don't have time. Right. They take such big chunks of time to do one mm-hmm. seven minute long thing. Right. Whatever. No tangent. <laughs> End tangent. I'm a ridiculous person. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Uh, thank some you. of this was about cryptids and then I went off on something about something else. I don't know. Anytime. It was happy a, to do it. About a, a horse. Something about chickens. And <laughs> Is this the chicken update part? This is the inside shit? Some
0: about some about being dumb.
1: I'm confused about a lot of things apparently. <laughs> but thank you for about listening. About the breakfast animal. The breakfast yes. animal. Yes, yeah, And the donkey cat.
0: Yep, donkey
1: cat. I love it all. But thank you to our trusted turd triad, yes. Don the Shitbox Wizard, and to Chris the Dookie Slayer, mm-hmm. Discord Dookie Slayer. And to Bodhi, mm-hmm. uh, we've got a, a script coming up from him pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to the Godhead for mm-hmm. all of the mischief that they cause and things all that the they do. all the love all and all of the heat.
0: support. Yeah, right.
1: and to the Garbage Disposal, our buddy Alan, for mm-hmm. you know sharing spreading, squ- squatting, smearing, suck. smearing, smearing, the squatting,
0: sack. smearing the scat.
1: Scat. Did I you say said suck. suck. Yeah. I suck. Uh, there's been a lot of suck on my mind lately
0: <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: Yeah. Well, I've just everybody's been watching the internet and oh. all that stuff. and all. Uh,
0: that. My brain went the other direction. I was like, am I not doing my job?
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, all right. Let's end this now. Uh, I like where her head is at. <laughs> ho, ho! I've got a holiday hangover. I really do. Do you? I think so. <laughs> and I need to point something out just what? at the end of the show. What? What? Okay. A lot of people... There's been like that Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays thing. Yeah,
3: right. right. And
1: I pointed this out to you in text message, just like revelation in my head. Yeah. So people that aren't religious are saying Happy Holidays. Right. I do believe, and I don't know this for a fact, but holidays is kind of a weird little about holy days. Right. So they fucking got us again, guys. (laughs) Those Christians are stealthy. They're stealthy and sneaky. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. All right, whatever. Thank you guys for listening. Scatcast.com. Yes. Info at scatcast.com to send mm-hmm. us ideas and tell us how we're doing, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Of course, patreon.com forward slash scatcast makes Monique and I do a little jig in our living room mm-hmm. every time anyone signs up. Yep. We appreciate all our bosses and uh, we continue to make content for them inside the litter box every week, except mm-hmm. for last week. But you know, every week this week, we had every had week a, this I, year. We had a Christmas. It was Chris Christmas. It was Christmas. I apologize for trying to celebrate <laughs> a, a thing with my child. Anyway. We love you guys and we'll talk at you in the future.
0: And it'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye.
1: Sometimes you feel uh-huh. like in a ad- sometimes what <laughs>